Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. When life gives you lemons, squeeze the crap out of it, add some sugar, and make a delicious lemonade. We've all heard of that saying, right? It's been over a year since this COVID-19 pandemic started, and it feels like we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel nowadays. This week, Coach Michelle and Coach Hitty sat down to talk about all the positive things that has come out as a result of this pandemic. As it turns out, it's so easy to find the bad and the negative of the pandemic, but when you take a really close look, it also isn't too difficult to find the good. We hope you enjoy our conversation. As always, thank you for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe to our show and leave us a comment on iTunes. Let's get this started. It's been one year, so I keep looking at my time hop in the past few weeks, and things start popping up of how we pivoted to virtual because of the start of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Now, listeners, I know that's that it may be like a topic that you're like so sick of hearing listening to people talk about right we're gonna put a little spin on it our spin right we always no matter what the circumstances we try to see the positive right so that's what we're gonna focus on and our hope is that as you listen to this episode instead of all the you know it's easy to point out the negative and the bad stuff that came out of covid um but we our hope is that you will start to look at your past year and start to see things a little differently and try to hone in on the small few nuggets of gold, golden nuggets that came out of the situation, things that we went through in this past year. And you're able to just kind of sit on that for a little bit and think about, you know, to be grateful for a second. So, isn't it crazy though? It's, It's been a year. It is really crazy. Yeah, sometimes it feels like the fastest year ever, and then sometimes it feels like, you know, like it's been 10 years. Right. (laughs) So let's give a little background context to, you know, those of you who maybe just started listening to the podcast or who's not part of our facility. We decided a few days before the governor mandated mandated us to shut down in Pennsylvania that we're going to go to all virtual platform. Mm -hmm. Um. As I'm seeing these pictures come up on my Time Hop, right, Time Hop app, um, I am like, I can't believe it's been a year. Today's pictures were, remember when you were coaching in this room? Mm-hmm. When we initially went virtual, we were still teaching from the studio. We just didn't let clients come in. So we like had a crazy setup, right? We yes. bought a big screen TV, which is now hang- hanging up on the wall. And we had boxes everywhere and... Uh, there's a picture of a dog's butt on the TV screen. That's the <laughs> one that I have right now today. Um, but everything happened so fast, right? And we didn't know Zoom existed. Right. We use platforms like Facebook Messenger mm-hmm. and Facebook Live and Snapchat for kids. And that's where we started to where we are now. You can see the transformation that we've gone through in a year to kind of provide a better virtual service. Right. Now I'm like toggling between our four different accounts to see clients and coach classes. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, you never, ever would have dreamed that 
<laughs> yeah, and remember, like our attitude going into it was like, okay, it's gonna be a couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that was. But I think we also soon quickly realized, like, this is gonna go longer than two weeks. Right. You know, and then that's when we started to like really shift into okay, like if this is gonna be long term, how can we make the experience for the members better? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like. From the get-go, I think our stance has been, like, how can we make this experience for people better instead of, like, how can we protect the business? Right. I think that's just how we operate. Right, exactly. Uh, and it's wrong or right. It's just who we are as we try to see through the client's lens and, and try to make sure we can deliver uh, our content to our the best of our abilities. Mm-hmm. So as we look back at the year, what are some positive things that you think came out of the situation? You know, I think I'm one of the few people that really looks back and sees a lot of positives. I, I, it was kind of a complete stop for the whole world. And we got to kind of reevaluate, reassess, and uh, just look at what's important. Uh, so family time, first of all. I know a lot of us, uh, <laughs> that family time could be... <laughs> good and bad but uh we had a lot of family time so i feel like you know teenagers my son would have been off to college my teenagers would have been off with friends all the time we had this like mandated family time and not that we were sitting around playing games and singing songs all the time but we were together you didn't sing kumbaya i mean you know, no Was ymca <laughs> no you know my kids right no oh man. dang it i thought they'll be into that <laughs> um Connecting with people virtually. Yeah. That, you know, not just at the gym, but, you know, friends, how you connected with Amelia and cooked. And so we still felt connected, even in a different way. I, I found we reached out to more family members who were far away during the pandemic than we would have not, just mm-hmm. to kind of check in. And uh, that was really great. Mm-hmm. We had more downtime. How many of us have these crazy busy schedules that are all starting to pick back up? Spring sports have started now. I've talked to some parents who are like, I'm going every night and we can't stop. And we're just going, going, going. We had none of that. Mm. Um, I remember walking downtown. I, I mentioned this before in a podcast. And there wasn't one car on our main street. And there wasn't one person around. And it was just everything was quiet. Quiet. And I remember walking downtown thinking, I wonder what everybody's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Some people were working. We were still trying to figure things out at that point. Uh, yeah. And you know how I feel, too, about bridal showers, weddings. They all got downsized. And I feel like, let's not make them huge again. That's, that's <laughs> just me, though. I'm a pretty simple person. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. I think finding the virtual platform was something I would have never done if it wasn't for the pandemic. Right. But we wanted something like that, so it kind of forced us into that. Yeah, I mean, we definitely wanted to reach out to a broader audience and Mm -hmm. be able to offer classes virtually and give that as an option. Also, the virtual option also allows parents to peek into the dance studio on the dance program side, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, we can't let parents just sit in the studio right now. And actually, I think that's something that we're going to continue to do next season is if they want to watch what the class looks like, they can turn it on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, Because sometimes having the parents in the studio could be distracting. Not all the time, but sometimes it could be distracting to the kids. So I, you know, that's that's a great option that we discover through this process. Right. Um, it forced us to think 
right? And pivot and, and find really our strength and get to know ourselves better. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't a straight line and straight progress. You know, it was up and downs. I think we've all felt burnt out at certain phases and we've all felt depressed and anxious at certain times. Sure. Um, but we all individually figured out ways to cope with that and work through that and to come out of the other side stronger. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one thing is for certain is I think the network of the people that you surround yourselves became super important. Yes. Right. Like from your family to mm -hmm. your friends, mm -hmm. uh, for us, to our staff, to our families and, you know, the people who are part of this studio, that network, like it's thicker. You know what I mean? Like if you are, if I'm thinking of a line that connects groups of people, like mm -hmm. each individual's that line has gotten thicker because of the things that we went through. And we basically, without saying it to each other, you know, I felt people say like, hey, we got your back. Right. Exactly. And, and then yep. we wanted to say that back to them. Mm -hmm. And that was special because I feel like there are certain certain families after this year, I can say to myself, I like, I, I know that they're with us for the long haul. Right. They're not just here for a year. They're they're with us for a long haul, because if if, if you, if, you know, if we are being trusted with their kids in a pandemic and then we, you know, if I, I'd like to think we're giving that respect back by providing good services in this, in a safe environment, mm -hmm. that trust is so much bigger than somebody just coming in a regular season and saying, Hey, I wanted to enroll my kid in our program. Right. You know? And so that's a huge positive that came from it. And then, and, you know, more than anything else, you know, the theme that I keep coming back is, is like, I'm just grateful and, and gratitude is a big part. And I continue to like talk to the kids about don't forget to be grateful that we get to do this again. You know, mm -hmm. things are going to start to get, be overwhelming again. That's just nature of life. But always take a moment to be grateful because by being grateful, that feeling of overwhelming might dissipate a little bit, you know, and that's disappear a little bit and just, uh, just focus on that. The fact that we get to do this in person and, you know, in the studio is such a great blessing. Right. Yeah. So looking back at the, um, looking back at this past year, right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> what would you have done differently if you knew this last year that, that, that it was going to take a year instead of two weeks initially? Right. I think I would have appreciated the downtime a little bit more. Mm. Uh, you know, I, we didn't know right. that, that one big thing is I really had to learn to transition and I'm not good at that. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. one of the things about me, you know, changes throw a big wrench into my plan. I'm a planner. So, you know, we would be open, we would be closed, we would be masked, we wouldn't be masked. We, you know, so it was it, just these constant changes mm -hmm. really war on me but I think now knowing what I know now and looking back I think I would have just appreciated that downtime I would have you know I would have taken more walks I would have you know I don't know just done more all of the things that I say that I'm going to do all of the things that we say we're going to do and then we never feel like we have time to do I had the time and some of them I just didn't do mm -hmm. I could have been doing yoga for a whole year <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it, just things like that. I would have. Yeah. I mean, it was a big change, right? Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, adjusted 
very quickly right and some took longer and i think you were in that like mid to long range (laughs) right initially you were like you even pushed up against me (laughs) pushed back against me to be like i don't know if i can do this (laughs) right yeah because it was everything was new it was basically like walking into a new job that friday i think it was friday that we ran a class to monday the following week Mm -hmm. basically our model has shifted from in person to completely virtual in over the course of the weekend and and you know obviously we met and we talked about how we're going to do it but it was a quick adjustment it was a lot of information and yeah sure i can see why you'd push push back against that but it's one of those situations where like there were no other options right and i'm I'm so glad that you know that we we did have to jump in and and do that Mm -hmm. now that all like looking back i think gosh michelle you know, because <laughs> now I am much more go with the flow. And now it is, you know, well, let's let's see how things are in a month. And, and I can do that. I can transition better. Uh, and I hope I keep that with me forever. But at first I was like, no, 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 we can't do this. What if, what if, what if, what if? And you were like, this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. So we did it and it's great. And, and I hope it never ends now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have to just keep pushing me off the push, push me out of the, the cliff. Pl- yes. <laughs> push me out of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, for me, I don't know. What what would I have changed if I knew that I had an ear? I think I would have been able to plan things better. Yeah, like like you said, like I'm a planner too. Mm-hmm. What was scary for me about this situation is I just never knew when it was going when things are going to change. Right. When new mandates are gonna gonna be put into place. Exactly. When things will start to slowly reopen. So financially and systematically I didn't really have a lot of time to plan. It was just like, here's a new phase. This is what you got. And the new phase starts in one week, two weeks. You know, Mm -hmm. there's sometimes there's one week, there's sometimes two weeks. And you had to literally from where you were quickly pivot to Mm -hmm. a new model and adhere to those rules. Sometimes it was easy. It's it's easier to reopen because reopening means going back to where we are. Mm -hmm. But as the guidelines got stricter and stricter, we also thought about, um, is stricter a word? Is it a more strict? Sure, yeah, both. Know. Somebody tell us. <laughs> I'm very smart. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I also thought in terms of like, you know, this is not going to be perceived well. It's not going to be received well. Mm-hmm. And it, there was a lot of tug of war that went into head because, you know, part of this became political, right? It didn't need to, but it became political. Right. And that's what made it even more difficult. And, and I had to tune that, like, U.S. Pol- political side of the things off. And I focused on how other countries are handling it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of based my decisions on that. Because I, I had to turn, turn off all the noise that was close to me to ensure that I was making the best decision possible. Right. And there was a lot of noise yes. in the last year. So a much. A lot of noise. Not just pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's. I think things here transitioned so well. And because we had both options, well, not at all times. Mm-hmm. Like when you think back on the year too, one of the things that's crazy to me is I think like, oh gosh, I forgot I forgot that there was a time that even the coaches weren't coming into the gym. Like we mm-hmm. just shut everything down. Nobody in the gym at all. Uh, that's hard to remember because we went from a time where just coaches or just personal training clients to nobody at all. And then we went to just outside and then to certain numbers. So we've had so many different 
yeah. policies. And for you to transition, it's hard for you to plan mm-hmm. through something like this when you're not even sure, are we, how are we going to come out on the other end? Are we going to make it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and on top of that, also worrying about the virus itself. Mm-hmm. How will it affect us? How many people around us will be affected and in what way? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to consider. Right. You know, like it's um, it's interesting to sometimes assess yourself from a distant perspective. You know what I mean? Like try to look at yourself from a different distance. And because you don't really think about how you think or what you think unless you look at like or you listen to what other people are saying or listen to their stories. And one of the things that's always been back in my head is like, you know, regardless of what happens, I'm going to be OK. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if the business shuts down, I'll find another way. Right. You know, I'll figure it out. Sure, it's going to be difficult. Sure, it's going to suck to have to like pivot that much. But at the end of the day, like if the if the virus causes us to shut down and I have to close, eventually I will find my other way. Right. You know, and then and that's like looking back on my life when there is an end, no matter how sad and heartbreaking it is, there's always a new beginning. So true. And so I, I saw that. And so I said to myself, OK, my priority, number one, keeping this community safe. Right. Mm-hmm. We're a community driven business. So we want to enhance the value of the community. So if we can't keep the community safe, then we're doing disservice to the community that we're part of. And number two, we want to at least like we want to make sure that the clients feel comfortable talking to us, regardless of where they're coming from, what they're you know, what their background is or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um even if they have like a strong political view on the issue, we're here to listen um, and then take in all kind of, you know, all, all opinions and just kind of assess the situation and, and make the best decision possible. And when we make the decision po- that we do, we need to res- we need to deliver in it in a respectful manner, mm-hmm. you know, not a condescending manner. Right. But in a very respectful manner, because. We want to treat others how we want to be treated, right? Like no matter what the circumstance is, we always keep that in the back of the head. We, we're going to be respectful. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay to disagree with what we do, yes. but we want you to disagree respectfully because that's how we would handle the situation. And I think that's true about anybody. Right. And, and we saw such an ugliness this past year that we were like, OK, we're going to go against the grain. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to continue to be respectful mm-hmm. and try to, you know, value everybody's thought process. But at the end, we have to stick to who we are right. and what our beliefs are and just kind of make the decision that the best decision that we can for our community, even if it means that we lost few people along the way. Mm-hmm. I think this whole last year too, we realized like you're never going to make everybody happy all the time. So you have to do just like you were just saying, you have to make the best decisions. And if a few people are unhappy about it, you know, we just, we have to do what's best for our community. Mm-hmm. And that's, that really kept us going too that whole sense of of community and you considering all of those things uh, for both the fitness and the dance side you know Mm -hmm. sometimes I would throw out ideas or somebody else would throw out ideas and even if they were good ideas they weren't always what was going to work best for the facility itself Mm -hmm. and and we just 
you know, we made it all work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's been, uh, that's been our strength. Yeah. And I really do think like we did stay above all of the changes and, and all of the difficult times of the past year, just by keeping that kind of philosophy. And, you know, this is okay. This is how we're moving forward for now. And that was the other thing too, that even if something wasn't uh, well received, it was always sort of a, a, for now, this is how we have to do it. And then if policies change or if the, the, you know, numbers change or whatever it was that we were facing at that time, then, then we'll notify you and we'll let you know how we're going to go from there. I've wrote so many emails <laughs> in the past year. I'm so tired of emails. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. And what's going to happen next? Yeah, we, we all have. We're just waiting for that. Like, okay, so, so what's the next step? What are we, you know, how do we, how do we go from here? What, uh, what do you notice about yourself now that like, you know, pandemic is kind of like coming towards the end? It's not completely over yet. As we have more interactions with p other people, mm -hmm. what do you notice about yourself? Are there are certain things that I notice about myself, and that this is why I'm asking you this. Mm -hmm. Do you notice anything different about yourself? So much more go with the flow. Mm. Um, I, some things I think I was go with the flow with before, but yeah, now definitely you have to be. Mm -hmm. um, realizing that things can change at a moment's notice and it's okay. Kind of like what you said before, you know, wherever we're at, it, it's going to be okay. We can't always be worrying about the next five steps ahead. We just have to be where we're at. Um, what else have I learned about myself? I don't hate masks. <laughs> that was a surprising thing to me because I can remember very clearly that first day putting a mask on, I felt like I was in a Halloween costume. And, uh, well, sometimes we feel like it, don't we? Uh, you know, I, I just, I don't mind them anywhere yeah. I go. Even the <laughs> other night I was at a baseball scrimmage and it was freezing and I thought, well, I'm wearing my mask. It's going to keep me warm. <laughs> Even though I wasn't near anyone yeah. else and I didn't really need it to protect anyone else. I was wearing it. So that's another thing I learned about myself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Share some of yours. I'll keep thinking. Okay. So one of the things that I, um, I guess two goes in hand in hand. I find myself listening more mm. when people are talking, uh, especially when I'm talking to kids, because I know that the mental health crisis yeah. is true, especially in kids. Mm -hmm. So I tend to spend more time one on one talking to them or just listening to what they have to say and kind of navigate through their thought process, help them navigate through their thought process. So sometimes just just to listen. And the second thing is I tend to stop. And when I'm having a conversation, you sometimes before I was just thinking ahead to what I had to do next, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to be in the moment. You know what I mean? Like when I'm having that human to human interaction, um, I see the importance in just being present and, and being there for that person in that conversation. And so those are two main things that I've, I've, I've learned, you know, I've noticed. Also, when I'm coaching, I'm a lot more talkative. A lot more just giving directions. I'm not just like, it was easy in person to coach and just watch, right? Like and observe mm -hmm. and watch, which is part of what we do. Uh, but I also realized the importance of verbal cueing and talking through the class instead of, you know, talking sporadically. So those are like three main things that I've noticed about myself as, as, um, as you know, we increase more human interactions and see more people. Um, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's interesting you brought that up about coaching because one of the things I've noticed about myself is I think I used to be more of a hands-on, literally hands-on coach mm-hmm. where if somebody was okay with it, I would help them to make adjustments mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe, you know, just position their shoulders where they need to be. And um, that was, you know, with virtual, of course, that's completely taken away from you. And then even in person, we're trying to safely distance. So, yeah, I had to become a completely different coach to the point now where I feel like you could blindfold me and I could still walk people through cues, Mm. (laughs) you know, not even seeing where their positioning is, but just giving enough really good cues so that they know where they should be in in any movements that we're we're doing. Mm. And we get to know our clients better virtually also. Mm-hmm. Because you 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 know you really have to. You, mm-hmm. so. I, I've also noticed that like I tend to try to put myself on the receiving end of what I'm doing or you know, I I, I oftentimes I fail to do this. <laughs> but I try to do as much as I can. Like when I'm coaching a class, I think to myself, like, how would I feel if I was on the other end? Would yes. I feel good? Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm teaching the dance class to the kids, usually I'm focused on the material that I'm teaching, but I'm also kind of like trying to tune into what they're saying in the feedback and try to adjust the class as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not just focusing on delivering the content, but I'm trying to make the class the best experience that, that it can be. So then they they feel that that the, they feel the sense sense of connection, and and they feel good about being in the studio, mm-hmm. uh, and that carries over to your personal life too, like just being present, um, and you know just being there and and like making efficient moves within your life. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I had a cool coaching story yesterday. A client told me she was in her living room and doing a virtual class. Mm -hmm. And she said, I, (laughs) she, whatever she was doing, she knew that she wasn't using enough weight. And she said, I saw you Mm -hmm. in my mind, walk over to me, pick up my heavier weights and put them in front of me. (laughs) So I went heavier and, you know, she did something that she hadn't done before, but that was, that was really cool. That was a really good transition from our virtual to our in-person to Mm -hmm. how we're connecting with the people virtually. Mm -hmm. So that was a great moment. That was a great moment for me as a coach. That was a great moment for her as a client. She pushed herself. I wasn't even coaching the class. Somebody Mm -hmm. else was coaching the class, but she said, you know, I, I saw you walk over and hand me heavier weights. So I went heavier and did something I'd never done before. Hmm. So that was a cool, you know, pandemic moment coming out of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Good connection. Yeah. To the final question to you today, Dukes. No boy. Okay. What do you want to remember about the pandemic? (laughs) I know there is a lot that we want to forget. I get that. I think we can all feel that. What do you want to remember about the pandemic? We're strong. We can get through anything. And even when our whole world seriously, literally shuts down, we can make it through. Mm -hmm. You just have to be resilient. You have to be willing to change. Um, Look at all of your options and make really good, sound choices. And Hmm. you can make it through. Yeah, definitely our strength is something that I would want to remember too. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like there's not a dead end, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we put dead end to ourselves. We can always navigate through anything that gets thrown in our way. We just need to pivot, right? You know, we just need to pivot 
And if we are more forward thinking like yes. that when we face a problem, yes. we'll go far in life rather mm -hmm. than just sulk and be frustrated. Now, I'm not saying those are bad things. Those are part of the process. Right. But how quickly you can move on from that to pivot and to see where you can take this problem into a solution mm -hmm. is going to define you know, what you're able to do next. Right. I agree. Turning out the noise you mentioned earlier. And I think that's really important too. Sometimes when you need to focus on something and move forward, you just need to turn out off all of the distractions around you and really focus on what is it that's really important here? What, mm. what are the, the aspects of this that we need to consider? Yeah. So I just want to close out this podcast by giving a practical challenge. Let's call it a challenge. Because I imagine that there's going to be a lot of conversation that happens in regards to how pandemic has negatively affected your life, mm -hmm. right? Like, I think we see or feel that um, throughout the day that we go through, you know, oh, because of COVID, this didn't happen or because of COVID, I didn't get to do this. Those kind of things. My challenge to you is whenever you find yourself making those kind of statements to list something else that was positive because of COVID that happened. So let's say... Oh, you know, my my, you know, junior year softball season didn't happen because of COVID, but I got to spend time training during that time to prepare for the best senior season possible. Right. Bam. That's mm -hmm. how you put a spin on things. Yes. So that's what I want to encourage and challenge all the listeners who thank you for listening as always mm -hmm. to do as you head into this new chapter of our life, as we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Find a positive spin on something negative that just came out of your mouth, which, you know, let's be real. Like we can't stop us from doing that. We can try to consciously, uh, you know, try to avoid as much as we can. But part of the grieving process is being able to vocalize it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so but when that happens, also take a moment to reinforce the positive that happened. Right. You need to feel the feelings and then mm -hmm. grow from them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my challenge to you this week is to find something positive about the pandemic. Anytime a negative about the pandemic that comes out and let us know and share with us what some of those are. You can always email us at rmsdanville at yahoo.com or you can leave us a comment on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you guys. Right. Uh, we want to we talk about the topics that you want us to cover. Yeah, so please share. Know. Even when he posts, yeah, go back yeah. and leave a comment. And, you know, once people start commenting, we, we'll get some conversation yeah. stirring. We'd love that. Right. We want this to be an interactive podcast, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, Doofs, thank you for another great conversation. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.